You're listening to WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, Community Radio with Global Soul. Hey, what's up? You're listening to Bring It In, and I'm your host, Glenn Pierce. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. The viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. What's going on? I hope everybody was safe yesterday with all that crazy wind of rain coming through. Uh, what's going on? You're listening to the Bring It In Show. I'm Glenn Pierce, as always, joined by Jamie. What's going on? Well, happy Monday. I I a did. little soggy yesterday, but yes, glad to be here today. Ready to talk about some stuff. Yeah, I mean, the, the rain, it... Uh, <clears throat> it helped me out and kept me from having to uh sand a deck so i mean <laughs> i'm not gonna be too mad at the uh rain but we always need some rain so it's every once in a while it's good but getting ready oh yeah. man i just realized the door to the studio is wide open so if somebody walks into the studio right now i'm just gonna hear everything they got so you uh you start talking about something. I've obviously gone mad, so you 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 give them something for a second. Okay. Um Yeah, what do I got? I wasn't ready for this, so um messing around here um uh, with my backgrounds <laughs> trying to keep things up to date. Oh, here's one for everybody to enjoy. All right, I'm back. Good, I gave him nothing. You gave him nothing? Is that that's all you got? <laughs> Everybody watching yeah. on Facebook, check out uh, right behind Jamie. Any, any any services you need, let them know. Um, but man, so I tried to lead you up with the madness. How I'm going mad because everything's going mad yeah. right now. And that is because we have finally got to March Madness. So fill your brackets out. If you are a listener to the Bring It In show, uh, reach out to us. We got a big bracket that goes on every year. Um, it's always fun. It gives you an entire month to watch basketball and uh hope for your pick hey glenn and i'll tell i'll tell you what if um most people are like me yeah i get to enjoy the tournament more than anybody because uh usually after about you know round two my bracket's done so i just watch basketball so you just get to watch basketball <laughs> i mean i i i looked like a genius about 
six years ago when I just I killed it with the bracket. But um, since then, it's it's I've I've had a similar run, and I mean Maryland, you know, go Terps. Maryland made it back into the tournament, but there looks like if they win their first game, they're going to end up going up against Alabama, who Alabama's just been looking like Alabama's football team this year, just killing it. Um, but I want to I wanna give a big shout-out to uh, VCU because, I mean, do you know – you know where I'm going with this? VCU? Shout out? Uh, uh, no, go ahead. Friend of the show, friend of uh, Jamie and I, Jonathan Deloach, his cousin from Savannah, is on VCU's team. Uh, Jalen Deloach, okay. shout out. They're in the tournament, and, I mean, VCU, they started balling a couple years ago. Like I probably about five years, is that is that when they start making their big appearances in the tournament? But now we got VCU in the tournament again. It's not a surprise that they're there, yeah. uh, and they should be able to make a good run. But Savannah, Georgia, Jalen Deloach on the team, sophomore. And I mean, he's he's for this season he's averaged ten ten points a game, seven rebounds, and one assist. So I mean, he's he's a key part of that team. And I mean, I'm excited to get to watch him and VCU, and just all the talented basketball players in the in the um, NCAA. So I mean. What's going on, Kels? Joining us? Good morning, gents. Good morning. I'm trying to pull up this uh, bracket right now. Just kind of have it on here. Yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't dive into the bracket and fill it out last night like I used to in the past. I'm, I'm just sitting back. Um, we got a lot of people saying that the East section of the bracket is the hardest um after you guys look it over you tell me what you think is the hardest yeah, yeah. man i mean it's, it's got it's a good guess it's as good a guess as anything to me i mean I, I can sit here and tell you everything i think and then the opposite is gonna happen i will won't look like i know what i'm talking about i love this march madness stuff <laughs> yeah i mean that's it's it, just all about good basketball you know teams are gonna rise you know somebody's gonna step out there's gonna be you know you're gonna have that davidson moment you know with like seth curry so you know it's just fun this is this is the best part of year i don't care but tournament time yeah tournament time oh, so many people get involved i mean that's another thing that you got constant basketball so many people get involved, whether they like bas college basketball or not. Um, <clears throat> you know, all sports fans are getting involved. And then other people just get involved because it's a good chance to win some money because uh, all these brackets, I mean, they have a buy-in. And, I mean, sometimes somebody who simply 
picks their favorite animals or mascots or team <laughs> colors, sometimes that wins. And this this year, unlike other years where you look through and you see North Carolina, you see Duke, and you're like, they're definitely in the Final Four. It's not it's not as cut and dry as that this year, I don't believe. I mean, we know Alabama's good. They have a a pretty easy walk to uh get to the final four and whatnot. I mean Maryland and Charleston, those Maryland's probably the the best to go up against them, but Charleston could be a sneaker. Um until you get to Virginia. I mean, that's probably going to be their biggest competition and that's probably that's probably in the final four. I don't I don't have it the whole, entire bracket pulled out in front of me. But or elite 8 I think is when they would meet up, but you got there they're just so many teams Tennessee up there. I mean, Duke's a 5 seed. That's that's not what it was like when we were growing up. Duke, a five seed. Kentucky's uh, a six. You're gonna have. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's it's. Oh, we got Houston, Houston, and Alabama as ones. Come on. Have you <laughs> yeah. ever seen that? Yeah. Ever. Yeah, we've seen Purdue there, and we've seen Kansas there, but... Yeah, we've... All year. Kansas, yeah, Kansas is the reigning champ, right? Is that who won last year? I can't even remember. I believe so. Uh, Someone's got to dethrone Kansas this year. Yeah, it's all all shuffled around. I didn't know UCLA was a two seed. UCLA, Marquette. They're tough. Arizona. Who's that last one? And Texas. So. I mean, it's it's crazy when I look down and, and Pitt is in one of the playing games. Pitt, when I was growing up, Pitt always had a good basketball team playing game. They were in the Big East. Yeah, they were in the tough Big East then. <laughs> they were in a different conference. And then weirdly uh, talented. I mean, when I look at the Midwest, I'm like, I could see Miami coming out. As a five seed right there. I mean, sometimes Miami has played really well this year, but, I mean. They have. I don't know how Houston. I need to do I, I need to do homework for sure yeah. on this. And, that, and that's Connecticut's bracket, and they're always tough. Yeah. In March. So, like I said, they reach out tough. to us. Let us know what you think. You want to play with the Bring It In crew? Test your knowledge against some of the best in Savannah. It's because whoever wins will be the best 
March Madness champion in Savannah in my personal record book. And, you know, my personal record book, the Savannah Falcons beat the Pooler Broncos 46 to 12 to move 3 and 0 but but I wasn't out there on the field refing the game um but I mean you can go back and watch the game on YouTube it was a uh usually Jamie and I we will do the broadcast up there and everything was set up to go that way uh some things happened throughout the football league and at the last minute the Falcons and Pooler Broncos they were awarded the game of the week so a uh, camera crew Buford's own they do some uh they do games for the uh, EAFL the semi-pro football league that the Falcons are in they came to Memorial Stadium and filmed Filmed the game, and so if you go to their website, Buford Zone, on or their YouTube page, you can bring up that game. I believe it's posted on the Savannah Falcons Facebook page anyway, and you can go at the right at halftime. What I'm what I'm yammering, stammering on about, right at halftime with like ten seconds left, Savannah Falcons. Deep strike down. Receiver catches it on the one-yard line, goes down, and he reaches out to score the touchdown. The refs weren't weren't necessarily paying attention uh, as close as maybe they should have been. So they just they said he had rolled out of bounds, but I mean from video and photos you can see. That as he's rolling out, he's got one, he's holding his leg up so it's not touching any part of out of bounds until he gets the ball across the plane. But I'm not here trying to make excuses because your Savannah Falcons still beat the Pooler Broncos 40 to 12. Jamie, you, you, you watched some of the game, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, I was I was watching it. Uh, I, I was watching it through Buford's own on uh, YouTube there, at, like you had suggested. Because uh, at last minute, I wasn't. I was glad to hear they were there because I wasn't going to be able to make it to the game. So, yeah, I was catching it where I was at, um, and uh, they were playing tough. Forty points is uh, a number. They've been talking about getting forty points. You heard that? You heard uh, JD and. You heard it here. King talked about that. Yeah, he said they're going they're going to score points. So, um, man, there was a they were moving the ball. With what I was watching, they were playing tough. Yeah, I mean they're playing real uh, tough. Yeah, they're they're solid. I mean, I was uh, I was doing some stuff uh, throughout the game since I since we weren't broadcasting uh for most of the first half i kind of was able to enjoy the game and i was taking stats down and stuff uh i mean trayvon wilkinson 
In the first half alone, he's got two deep strikes, 40-plus yards, like two 45-yard passes. I mean, 20. He's he's zipping the ball down the field. We We got fields, worlds, prey, three wide receivers scoring touchdowns. Our friend of the show, Jonathan Deloach, walks out of there with two touchdowns on the ground. I mean, they were unstoppable, and it's, I mean, they're they're just getting the wide receiver core and the running back core, it's all the running backs are gunning for over 100 yards every, every game. I mean, they're going to get their touchdowns, but I mean, it's going to be hard to for for the running backs to get get a hundred yards a game because there are so many good running backs that the the ball gets distributed. People don't know who's going to run when, and then Wilkinson goes for fifty yards. And and I'm telling you, one of these, I want to say later on in the game, the 45-yard pass doesn't do it justice because, you know, when we're saying 45 yards, I mean, you, for, for the, the way you t- take stats, you're measuring from the line of scrimmage. I'm telling you. A little bit of busted coverage, or not busted coverage, a little bit of uh, blocking miscues maybe on this 45-yard pass. So Wilkinson's, I swear he threw this ball 65 yards because he he bootlegged so far, so deep that, I mean, he's way back there avoiding the rushers. And he lets it zip, like, 45 yards. And I'm telling you guys, he's giving it, like, 65 yards. Just just (laughs) rocketing that thing. I mean, you saw, Jamie, you've been out there. We have fields. He he also got a two-point conversion, and so did uh, Samson. So... I mean, it was, it was awesome. Um, well, we know we know they're gonna live on the two pointer. Yeah, they're gonna live on the two pointer. Um, I'm still I'm still interested. I mean, Tyree Taylor, uh, wide receiver, he got about so uh, yeah seventy yards in that game himself as a wide receiver but he kicks off for him and he has uh i mean when he's kicking off he's he's kicking off 45 yards so i'm wondering if there's ever a a time that we get to see him try a field goal i'm i'm not sure how that works off works out i mean i know Justin Tucker kicks off and he kicks field goals, so I don't know if that'll happen. Or, I mean, as things are going, the Falcons are up. They're going to go for two, and they're going to get it 
a decent amount of the time. So, uh, and Jamie, uh, Mookie Morgan, who was number seven, who played quarterback the end of the Outlaws game, special teams, ball pops out right around the 50-yard line, scoops, scoop and score. He scoops it up and runs in for a touchdown. So, I mean, they got special teams touchdowns, lots of offensive touchdowns, and not much moving from the uh, Broncos' offense. I mean, the game started out close, a lot closer than I expected. Um, It went to 14 to 12 real quick. I mean, it was a beautiful strike. Jalen DeFuentes, a former Falcons wide receiver, at the very beginning of the game, uh, Pooler was just, they're putting it all out there on the line, and he threw the ball. uh, It was probably a 35, 40-yard pass, and uh, Fuentes, he just pulls it in one hand. It it was a really beautiful catch. Uh, Luckily, the Falcons adjusted a little bit, and the Broncos kept going for a deep strikes but the falcons were able to uh to hold them to that so that was awesome pooler could run too the game i almost feel like pooler's probably not gonna get as much credit as i feel like they deserve because they played the entire game they played hard the scoring just Definitely did not favor them. Big chunk yards, but then they uh, would get shut down at the in the red zone. I mean, it's it's tough to go against that Falcons defense when you're in the red zone. They're almost like they might give up a chunk play, but once they got you compact into the red zone, it's almost like they just stop you. Like <laughs> no dice. So, we're uh, they got. It's good to see him win another one, three and zero. Three and zero. Next week they're down in Jacksonville, Duval County, going against the Duval Raiders. Then they'll be in, I'm not sure what city, but then South Georgia Panthers they play. So, let's. You see one of your Falcons players, you wish them luck on this road trip that they got. So, they're 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 doing it. They're making statements this year, putting up points. I mean, putting up points. It's it's nice and it's extremely fun to be out there. And again, DJ Smooth's out there, and he was out there the entire game. Got set up earlier this time, and I mean he he brings the energy to the crowd. He's got the the Falcons fans uh chanting now it's he's the the energy level jumped up it's it makes a big difference we've we had the uh Savannah Bengals youth football team out there they were hanging out it's uh 
Real cool. I mean, you saw as the Falcons were coming out from halftime, I look over. I'm walking through the bleachers, and I look over, and there's Trayvon Wilkinson with a bunch of youth football players circled them up. And they're, all they want is a high five from the starting, the city's starting quarterback who's just throwing touchdown after touchdown. I mean, making it look so easy. So, I mean, it's cool. The kids are loving it, and that's what that's what we're doing it for. That's, that's the end goal, to give the youth some uh, something to do, some positive role models, and to help people make that next step. I mean, it's, uh, it's awesome. The defense, led by Captain J.R. Hughes, I mean, they're like, I can't say enough. They uh, aren't throwing towards Polk, uh, killer, killer uh, cornerback, as much this year. But he's been laying the hit stick on people left and right. And, I mean, he got one pick at the very end of the game. They tried him, uh, and he went away with the pick. But, man, he's been – he. He went from playing like Ed Reed last year to now he's like Troy Palomalu. Like he's, I mean, Jamie, you know what I mean. Like he was all over the place ball hawking last year and now he's head hunting this year. So, I mean, it's. Well, last week you saw there, there's a picture of it. He came across the middle and, and <laughs> knocked somebody's helmet right off his head. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> illegal hit too. Legal hit. Yeah. Strap up those helmets because the defense is coming. Also, this uh, the end of last week, I got to stop by Memorial Stadium and I talked to a friend of the show, Brian Sykes, for a little bit while the Savannah Clovers were having a closed-door uh, game against Skad's men- men's team. And it was uh, it was nice. They're gonna be putting on a show as well. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, so I'm gonna kind of keep it at that and make sure like everybody knows all all the soccer fans. I mean, I see your Savannah United magnets on the back of your cars all over town. Go over to SavannahClovers.com and get in the supporters section they're going to be loud they're going to be chanting they're going to be cheering it's going to be a great time uh they're about to announce i believe a partnership with a a beer company i mean it's soccer so they're going to be serving uh beers to people of age that are being responsible at memorial stadium so i mean it's it's going to be a fun spring. So keep your eyes out. Get your tickets now and just relax and enjoy, right? Yes, go support your Clovers. Go support your Clovers. Go support your Falcons. Those are those are your locally and you go, homebred and the Ghost teams. Pirates. And the Ghost Pirates. We also have the uh, I don't know their their schedule, but we also have the 
Savannah Hurricanes basketball team that plays at Beach High School. You can find their information on their Facebook page. And stick here because in the future we're going to be breaking some uh, some big, big sports news on the Bring It In show for local sports. Not today, but just get, tune in every week. So make sure you don't miss that. <coughs> Man, we're pulling up real quick. We're going to take a short break for some station news and then i want to ask you guys what the panthers are thinking so uh stick with us and you are listening to the bring it in show on wruulp savannah georgia 107.5 fm org. we are savannah soundings community radio with global soul Senior Citizens Incorporated is looking for volunteer Meals on Wheels drivers. A few Jay. hours each week will connect some Jay. of our area's Jay. most Jay. vulnerable Jay. residents Jay. with nutritious food and a regular knock on the door. For more information, Jay. contact Laura at 9129645411. WRUU every Thursday at 8 o'clock p.m. for Route 66, a show featuring new and classic American rock music. I'm your host, Michael Carvanis, and I'll see you Thursday night at 8 on Route 66. You are listening to your radio station, WRUU, which is presented by people just like you, people from your community. The voices you hear are your neighbors co-workers, and other Savannah residents. Therefore, WRUU is your community radio station. So, won't you please help by donating whatever you can afford to help your neighbors stay on the air. Go to WRUU.org and support your local radio station with a monetary contribution of any amount. Again, you can support your local radio station at WRUU.org. Thank you. Yes, it is that time again to support WRUU through your vote in the Connect Savannah Best of Savannah poll. It's easy. Go to Connect Savannah at www.connectsavannah.com and click on the Go Vote image. Let's, Read the instructions and then scroll down and click on the let's image. Let's see that card. Media. Type in WRUU in both the Best Local Radio Station and Best Talk Radio Station categories and click the vote button for each. Thank you for listening to and supporting WRUU in the Connect Savannah Best of Savannah poll. This is Glenn Pierce from the Bring It In Show, WRUU's only sports talk radio show. You can join me and the rest of the Bring It In crew Monday mornings on WRUU, 11 a.m. <laughs> till 12 o'clock noon. Oh, and we are back. All right, and we're back. Bringing it in. How's everybody doing? We're always in it to win it. Yeah. I was trying to send subliminal messages during the uh, break 
over to Jamie. I got it. He finally he got it. He got it. After, you know. After a tiny after. bit. But, I mean, that's probably, we probably should talk about things like this before. But we <laughs> like to involve the the audience in all of our fun and give them a a backstage behind the scenes view of the bring it in show i mean jamie i need to get you into the studio sometime soon because it's been forever and i mean it's looking i mean i walked in today and i was like well mm-hmm. is this the same place i was like hey right. hey what's going on but man all right here's because coming back in all right so we got the madness done is there more madness going on the madness just started the madness just started you got till thursday 12 o'clock i believe maybe 11 30 11 to fill out your brackets or else you start getting games i mean you can't you can't pick a winner once the game's over so or once the game started um but as always we got the nfl never stops we just We just as we're as we're waiting on baseball to start, as we're waiting for spring training to end, so we can really see our our favorite favorite players. I mean, some of them are playing in the uh, World Baseball Classic right now, and that's going on. Uh, most games are on Fox uh, Sports. Some of the games like the U.S. versus Great Britain, that was on Fox on Saturday, I believe. And, of course, how how embarrassing would it have been if America lost to Great Britain in baseball? I mean... I I think that would be like the most embarrassing thing because it's not like I mean you have uh some countries that have become a lot better at baseball than but it's like you never hear about them even playing baseball in Great Britain so I mean I feel like if we lost to yeah. them be time to reevaluate things but at the same time when you look at the the world baseball classic roster it's good but there are definitely key names missing from the USA's roster we're in agreement with that right yeah yo oh, yeah 100%. So, but... The U.S., they don't have their best team out there. No. They no. never do. They I never do. Close. Because, it was, because, I mean, we definitely don't want our best team out there getting beat by 
by Japan. <laughs> we don't want them getting beat by anybody. But, I mean, it's more of a manager and a team decision, I feel like, as well, that they don't want certain guys playing, risking things, especially especially the way it's set up. It's not like, I mean, when you have the World Cup going on, it's happening in the middle of the season. So guys take a break from their team, but they're at full power unless they're injured. Well, baseball classics a little different. It's going on in during spring training. I mean, some guys, and I feel like the Caribbean teams play a little more to get warmed up. But I mean, we we don't got guys that are giving up their vacations to get ready earlier. I don't think so. As that's where it's a little yeah. bit. I mean, the thing is, the the product on fields diluted, but the stands are usually more. It looks like a better time than some normal baseball games. The parties going on in the stands. So hey, keep your eye on that. But like I was saying, with football, we just started. Ravens. Put the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar. Last week we were talking about uh, the draft and where we were seeing Nolan Smith going. And last week I was really distraught because it had him going to the Steelers at like 17 or something. But since his combine, I mean, he's just shot up at least 10 spots. He's going like 7 or 8 now. So... I mean, with that kind of speed and those that his vertical leap, I mean, lots of teams are going to be interested. But some of the biggest news that's happened, the Carolina Panthers traded away the house. Did you see everything that the Panthers traded away for this number one pick? It's crazy that it happened so many days before the draft. What that they didn't the draft anything? Yeah, and the, and the some happened already. This trade happened already, and some people are some people are speculating that they did this not necessarily to get the quarterback they want, but that there's still a possibility on draft day that they could. They could trade back a little bit. I mean, we know this this draft this year, I mean, at least, like, what, five NFL-caliber quarterbacks are there, ready to go? Oh, I'd, I'd say eight. Yeah, I mean, I know there are a lot more, but I, I'm, I was trying to be a little – a little easy, but I mean, it's it, this draft stacked with quarterbacks. Yeah, I think you got five that might go in the first round. Yeah, so so even if the Panthers don't hold on to that number one pick, they essentially could trade it to somebody, drop down a couple of spots, and still get the guy they want if it's a certain guy. Uh, I mean, but you got to be you got to be looking at. 
where where they got to be going after a quarterback, right? I've heard, yeah, I've heard rumors they're high on Stroud. Oh, okay. Could just be rumors, but I hear uh, yeah. they were heavily impressed with him. Yeah, and because of this, now the Bears got from the Panthers two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and the Panthers' number one wide receiver, right? DJ Moore. They got DJ Moore, who, mm-hmm. I mean, if Justin Fields turns out the way that we thought he would, I mean, Justin Fields has no excuses if they can give him protection. Now, that's one of the things, if they can get him protection. I mean, he moves around, but if he's moving around so much, I mean, he he needs protection to be able to find these guys open, right? He does, but now he's got number one receiver. And a young... Who... Remind me who the receivers are now. DJ Moore, and then he's got two other top receivers. One of them's young, right? Mm-hmm. And he could turn into a number one receiver. Why can't I think of these guys' names? I was just reading oh, um, them. Do they still have Mooney? Yes. Okay, Mooney's good. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and say he's like the best receiver, but he's, he's a good number two, number three guy. Yeah. Uh, Darnell Mooney. He can play some some receiver. And then, uh, I cannot remember the other guy's name. Jamie's Jamie's going to work, I hope. Yeah, I hope. I think Jamie's <laughs> diving into the lair. But, yeah, you're right, Glenn. If he has protection and he's got DJ Moore and Mooney and the other guy, maybe get him a good tight end. Yeah. See why, I don't see why they don't score 20-plus points a game. But this, um, is this is that type of season where I think he needs to, you know, show out a little bit. Yeah, and uh, and why do the Panthers? Why did the Panthers not score twenty a game? Is that what we're, is that? Is that was that the question I heard while I was looking this up? <laughs> no, I no, think no, Kel said. Yeah. Oh, you're on the Bears. Yeah, we're on. All right. So we were kind of yeah. talking about what. Fields needs because I mean they're in a position to pretty much get him what he needs. Um, man, yeah, she's there. I, I kind of, I've been listening to the guys that you know uh, on ESPN talk about Fields and stuff like that and what the Bears should do, and they were actually suggesting that the Bears draft a quarterback this year for a long time. Yeah. And I'm like, why Why are we giving up on this kid so easily who was supposed to be the best quarterback in the draft last year? I mean, wasn't it – it was funny because wasn't last year we were thinking, you know, the top three or four quarterbacks coming out last year were going to be better than anybody coming out this year? Like, there was going to be nobody available as a QB coming out of college, basically. But now here we are with these – Richardson shows out. I mean – these guys take a big chance on a lot of these quarterbacks, as far as I'm concerned, because 
look at look at how it is with Fields. But I think he's going to be really good. Now with a decent running back, some hands over to throw to, the defense is going to be balling again soon. Yeah, they're going to be good with draft picks. It's going to be them in the Jets soon. I mean, and you see... This is, Jamie, I don't even know how Jamie didn't know this. You see Coach Cheese, he chiming in, helping us out. Thanks, Coach. Chase Claypool, that's who I was thinking. Potentially, Chase Chase could be a number one. I mean, he's had those games. If I mean, what do you think, Jamie? He's been on your team. Do you think think there's a potential that Chase could be the number one over DJ Moore there? You know, those those three are kind of like a 1-5 all the way across the board. They're almost a 1. Yeah. Because, you know, you said Moore, Mooney, and Claypool. Yeah. I think they're all close to being 1. So um, that's a pretty dangerous three to have out there, kind of sneaky. They're, they're not going to get, like, like, you know, all the attention that some of these other teams have with three receivers, you know, like Bengals and stuff, stuff like that. But – they're pretty tough. That's a tough group right there. Yeah, that's, I mean, they, you're going to have to load up the nickel gonna, package. I think he's going to be one of those guys that stands out this year a little bit. Um, and, out, and kind of definitely going to outdo whatever he was able to kind of do last year. And it, he doesn't get a lot of credit for it for some reason. Yeah. Man, which which is a very good team. Yeah. Yeah, I got two th- two things to ask you guys. Um, first, I want to go to it, it's football related, but track and field related. Did you guys see Tyreek Hill perform uh, at the USA track and field event? He he competed in the sixty yard dash. Yo, go look at this. He said it's the last time. You saw it, Jamie? Mm-hmm. He said it's the last time he's ever going to race because he said they had him looking crazy out there. But the way – and and I will say that as a football player competing against sprinters, the guys he was competing against – I mean, he destroyed them. He embarrassed the guys. He beat the guys he was racing against by at least one second. He was still probably about half a second from, I think, the world record holder or something like that. Maybe maybe yeah. a little more than half a second. But he, he still... He's still... Um, a football player and he's doing this on on his vacation essentially um so it may it blows yeah. my mind when you see how fast his takeoff i mean we all know how fast he is and he's i mean i thought this was an old uh clip because he's wearing uh his coffee coffee county i think track uh track top so i was like all right but no this is this weekend he competed in the masters indoor championship and he blew everybody there out of the water 
And um, he says he's not going to race again. And I'm just like, if he actually trained to only sprint, I bet you he does get the world record. Trying to see if my camera will zoom in on my phone. Yeah. The race. That ain't working. It's not, but uh, well, I, I mean, sent a bleach. so quick. It happened so quick. I mean, it's like, like <laughs> boom, he's off the gates and then across the finish line. I don't know why he's not racing professionally, man. This guy should be running for the U.S. Because he right. makes millions playing <laughs> football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he wants to He wants to pay for his, his mansion in Miami. Running track is not going to do that. He's going to be working a lot harder. I mean, <laughs> he's he gonna be chilling with his homie Ramsey. <laughs> exactly, and that's what I wanted to uh, segue into: the fact that the Dolphins do it again by now that they've got their new coach. He's he's all about shaking up um, draft picks. He's I. Why do I need this draft pick if I'm going to bring in the one of the best cornerbacks in the league? Like, we're good. Now we're even better. Only question is, Tua. I mean, we're always going to have those questions until, until he's done. But, I mean, Jalen Ramsey to Miami... I mean, minus the fact that him and Hill have a a small little beef, but now that they're on the same team, I'm sure they're going to get over it. (laughs) And it's probably going to even make both of them better because now they got to go up against each other in practice sometimes. So That's where the beef will get squashed in practice. Yeah. We we had that happen. Yeah. Do you think it makes the Dolphins that much better? I I do. Do you? Yeah. I, I like I like the move. I do because that defense I thought was already one to be reckoned with. Who'd they get from the Bears last year? So that that didn't uh, pan out as well as they had hoped. But the year before when they fair. got your guy. That worked out, right? Yeah, when we got his guy. Oh yeah, yeah you guys got you we, guys we took, got. We took it. That's why that's why they kind of need James with Jay a little bit. But oh yeah. You know, here's the thing to me about the Dolphins, and we can talk about this a lot more. But I'm just gonna drop this in here right now. You guys said it. It's gonna the, the keys to it. I don't care how good the defense gets. That if, if Tua doesn't do something with this offense, doesn't matter. And that's why I was going to say they still need to grab a, a quarterback somewhere in this draft if there's one available in the mm-hmm. later rounds. Yeah. I've been waiting to throw that in there. I'm still grabbing another QB. And in, that's the place I see Stetson Bennett doing all right. That's what I'm – people like that. you got to grab a sleeper. Yeah. Yep. Just in case. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you guys. Um, I'm – I'm sold on Tua with his talent, but the thing I'm not sold on Tua with is his his head. 
really. And not like that he doesn't think right is just, I mean, everybody knows all the concussions he suffered last year. How often will he even be in? I mean, the reports are he's taken judo this offseason so that he learns how to fall better. Does that help him? One one off season of judo to learn how to fall when I mean is he is he learning judo with three hundred and fifty pound partners taking him down while he's learning how to fall? Because I mean that's I mean it's it's the hit, the snap of the neck and um I mean, maybe, yeah, I, I do know that, like, as a grappler growing up, you, it, if you yeah. get it, your center of balance and stuff like that, you can yeah. fall easier, well, see, but getting tackled, I mean, I, yeah. when I'm, when I was playing football and wrestling growing up, I didn't find that my wrestling helped with how I got tackled because most of the time when you're getting tackled you I mean every time you're getting tackled you're doing it against your own will <laughs> like it's not you don't necessarily have many options so this so, so this is to the right not to the left like yeah, yeah you're, you're just getting tackled so fast. yeah and, and 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 that's why when you start talking about these players particularly quarterbacks and size makes a big difference because and they talk about weight they want guys that are over 195 pounds or something like that that's a that's like the goal weight you know why it's because 350 pound linemen can just pick up 185 pounds and throw it across the room yeah with one hand yeah i mean you get if you're a small quarterback you're gonna get tossed yeah yeah, you. I mean, you, know, you small get. Small is like a six foot, one hundred and eighty pounds. That's a small quarterback, and that's not really a small person. <laughs> yeah, it, right. It's, it's true. It's true. Straight facts. Yeah, <laughs> you... massive it's, people on the other still side, big. and in yeah. front of the person. But when you talk about these guys and how big they are and strong they are, I mean, look at how yeah. just they can just toss people around. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I. With the Savannah Falcons, I go down to the field uh, on Saturday, and once I walk in to, like, a group of the players, I'm just lost. Like, (laughs) you got, like, six, seven big dudes, and they're like, oh, hi, Glenn, I didn't know you were down there. (laughs) They can make you you feel small quick over there. (laughs) Yeah. There's some big some big guys there. Yeah. So I mean all that's going on. We got NFL free agency. So today's the day. I mean, we're working on four minutes left in the show, but today's the day that teams can start talking to Lamar Jackson and other free agents. Jimmy G, he's looking for twenty five mil a year. Does he deserve that? I mean I would say yeah. he's always done what he needs to do, um, but he's he's a hundred percent worth that. Yeah, 
he gets shuffled around like he's not worth that. But every place that he's been, he does yeah. the work. Yeah. And I'm not going to go into 100,000 million reasons why all I got to do is say Daniel Jones. And he's worth that money. Yeah. I don't know why Garoppolo doesn't get it. Yeah. I, I mean... I still wish I wouldn't have minded him going to the Steelers last year. I wouldn't have minded that at all. That would have been a great. Uh, oh, I think that would have been a better, yeah. a better gap. What? Yeah. What about Rodgers? He's uh, he's going to the Jets. That's gonna, that's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, I was about to say, is there? Have we got that confirmation? The deal is done between the Jets and the Packers for Aaron Rodgers to go to the Jets. Supposedly, we're just waiting on Aaron Rodgers' word. If he's going to retire, all he has to say is, I'm not going to retire. But, I mean, what I heard, as long as he's going to the Jets, he's not going to retire. Um, yeah. Well, and it, it does ha- he does have to completely agree to the to trade, right? <clears throat> I'm sure there's some trade clause in there with that. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but I, I said I said it a long, a long time ago. I, I can't imagine Aaron Rodgers wanting to go to New York Jets. I just don't. I don't. He's, it doesn't seem. As a Jet fan, I would want it a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. I don't doubt that at all. But as Aaron Rodgers, I don't know why he would want to go there. Yeah, I mean. I just don't see why. Just. Uh, just to give it one more shot. We got Jonu Smith going coming down here to the Falcons. Hey. Let's see who's going. Yeah. Uh, Glenn, would you become a huge Falcon fan if uh, something happened and no. some quarterback ended up in Atlanta? No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm the A. <laughs> Yeah, have them. Yeah, have them give us some draft picks. That's how it's going to happen. Now, and that's the thing. Like, we got like a minute left. It, if that. Um, who wants to pay more than the Ravens for Lamar Jackson and then have to give up two first round draft picks? I heard the Panthers were on it. I mean, they gave up more than that. But they're not going to have to. They'll right now. They'll get a quarterback on a rookie deal if they do that. What we all think they're going to do. So, yeah. I don't know. There, there's a couple teams out there that would spend the money. I, yeah. It's, but here's it. Here's, but you know, this is all just a business, man. The only reason. Thank you for they listening. This. Remember, so we're here they every just Monday, prove to Lamar. To you're not worth the money you're asking and for. Stay tuned I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, it's true. I mean, it's a business. He, they're And they're doing it. This tag has always worked out for the uh, team except for one time. The, the player almost, except once, I feel like, has always signed back with their team because... I mean, the Ravens are given given Lamar way more than he's technically worth. So, because he's worth more to them. 
Here's a good NFL rumor I just came across. Uh, Baker Mayfield in Tampa Bay? <laughs> that doesn't make them any better. WRUU.org. We are Satana Soundings, community radio <laughs> with global. All right. Might be worse than Russell Wilson's first year in Denver. What? He said, I heard a rumor Baker Mayfield might go to Tampa Bay. That's and what I, I heard, too. Wow. Um, 